0: Day 300, only 65 days to go. And we'll be at a full year of 15 days to flatten the curve. But don't worry. It's all the same motive. I've told you guys this from day one. It's all—it's the enemy. It's the devil. The devil is a liar. The devil is the father of lies. And his native language is lying. That is all found in John chapter 8, verses 44 through 45. Look it up for yourself. So whenever you see people that are concealing things, Their father is the devil. When you see people that are supporting fraudulent things, they, in fact, are frauds and they are following the devil. It's absolute fact. I don't care. Listen, if you signed on and you knew this election was fraudulent and you are, I have a list here, senators, Rand Paul, Marco Rubio, Mike Lee, Mitch McConnell, Kelly Loeffler, David Perdue. Senators Danes, Braun, Lindsey Graham, Murkowski, Collins, Cornyn, numerous others probably that I could name. You signed on to a fraud. You, in fact, are a fraud yourself. And you know, I saw like uh, Congressman Thomas Mass, who I used to have great admiration for up until what's going on right now. He he's uh, talking today about you know, the censorship and all this. I'm like, why are you talking? I sent him, I sent him a tweet, but I know they're never going to read it. I know they get thousands of responses. Actually, he's not getting thousands of responses because he's enjoying the fruit of his own seeds that he's planted in the ground. He is enjoying the harvest of the seeds that he's sown. He's losing tens of thousands per day of followers on Twitter because now that you have installed Joe Biden And believe me, I just want everybody to know for the record, I still am standing in faith that Donald Trump will be the president on January 21st. But just in his mind, he's installed Donald Trump. I mean, he's installed Joe Biden as the next president. Now he's back, and it's just like all the fraudulent pastors. I'll get into that in a second. But he's back now trying to bring back all of his old Republican rhetoric, you know, the fraud, and, you know, we're being censored. Why are you even talking, Thomas? You're not even willing to stand up. Thomas Massey, Rand Paul, Marco Rubio, Mike Lee, Mitch McConnell, Kelly Loeffler, David Perdue, Danes, Braun, Graham, Murkowski, Collins, Cornyn. They're not even willing to stand up. So now you're going to complain about tech tyranny? You're not even willing to stand up. You had a moment in time for you to stand up and say, you know what, this is a fraudulent election. I will not endorse the electors. And here's the funny thing about it. Funny thing about it is, is that even if they did stand up, It wouldn't even have hurt them. It it wouldn't have even hurt them at all. Because the thing is, they would be outvoted anyway. And the worst thing that would happen was that you'd end up with a 10-day audit of ballots, which was all Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley were looking for, was a 10-day audit, forensic audit of ballots. And none of these guys and girls could even sign on. Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, she said she wasn't going to vote. You know, she wasn't going to vote to certify the electors. Did it anyway because of the violence in Washington. And I get it. You know, everybody's talking about it And there's people out there saying, you know, this was a coup in Washington. Really, a coup? Listen, what happened? The storming of the Capitol, for the record, was completely and totally stupid and wrong. And against the law. Simple as that. I can't be any more clear. Can I? Stupid, wrong, and unlawful. It resulted in the deaths of a woman who was shot unrighteously her her. Her shooting is now under federal investigation. If you watch the video, awfully hard to justify that shooting of an unarmed person basically crawling through a barricaded door. Why would you shoot her? Was there an imminent threat to your life or the life of another? Were you preventing the imminent commission of a forcible felony or shooting a fleeing felon who could cause any of the two things that I just said? If you were not, then it was not a righteous shooting. So somebody else will judge that. It's just fine the way that I see it. I watch the video. There's no justification for shooting that woman. Absolutely none. But she was still, listen, she was, for all intents and purposes, committing a crime, a lower-level crime, but committing a crime nonetheless, but shot to death for it. Also, a police officer was killed. Now, not I many of you know that. A Capitol Police officer was killed. He was hit over the head with a fire extinguisher and later died. I'll show you pictures earlier. These were not just Trump supporters in there. There, Just so everybody knows, there was Trump supporters in there. Trump supporters were there, so don't try to obfuscate. There were Trump supporters. Deal, always deal in honesty. You see, reading my shirt here, the righteous are as bold as a lion. You're only righteous if you're dealing in the truth. So always deal. There was Trump supporters in there. Trump supporters were unlawfully in that building, and they should suffer the consequences for it, whatever that may be. Whatever the the applicable offense is, they should suffer the consequence for it. But there's also Antifa people in there, and they should also suffer the consequences for it. But acting like this is some sort of coup, coup how? With a bunch of unarmed people in the Capitol? They're unarmed. There was not one gun there, nothing. There was no guns there. doesn't mean they didn't commit violence. They did. But a coup? I mean, have you ever, I mean, I was wondering like any of the idiots out there like Keith Oberman and Brian Stelter and Chuck Todd and all the rest of the idiots that call this an insurrection and a coup. I mean, have you ever watched a real coup? There's a coup about every 10 years in Turkey. Why don't you idiots turn over at some point and get you know, turn on the TV, turn on, uh, you know, the internet, whatever, YouTube, and actually go in and find videos of genuine coups. That involves armed people and lots of people dying. Tanks, firearms, mortars, bazookas. that's That's a coup, you idiots. This right here was a bunch of goof sticks going into the Capitol, just creating anarchy. That's all. That's all that it was, and I don't support it. Never have, never will. They never should have been in there. That's the way that it is. But just remember what's going on right now, whether it's big tech, censoring you i'm going back to john 8 44 and 45 whether it's you know big tech that's censoring you or you're being locked down just remember big tech tech is censoring you for your safety and you're being locked down for your health so don't worry about it right that 300 days all you pastor loves out there i wonder how you're feeling now pastor love you were all down and ripping the crap out of people like me, kept my church open the whole time, never never social distanced, never worn a mask, never closed, nothing. And you were so loving, you know, we're so loving that we are going to, you know, you, some of you might be thinking, Tom, you're always talking about COVID. The, all of this fraud that you're seeing was ushered in by COVID-19. The vehicle, the conveyance that they used was COVID-19. That's, that's why we are where we are right now. The reason why, how does that have to do tech censorship? The reason why you're being censored, and this video could go off at any minute. They could censor me too. And, you know, I've got accounts now, Parler, Rumble, Gab.com, and MeWe. And I'm on all those, and I will be maintenancing all of those now. But the reason why we're being censored is because they use COVID-19. They use COVID-19 to fraudulently elect Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, Kamala Harris, and Joe Biden. So now they control every aspect of government with the exception of the Supreme Court. That was all ushered in by absentee, fraudulent mail-in balloting. That's what happened. Absolutely. I mean, every, I want everybody to know when it comes to mail-in balloting, do you, not, do you know even if your state has signature and ID requirements that has nothing to do, it does not apply to the mail-in ballots? Case in point, Pennsylvania. This is an example, now this is, but it's the same exact thing in Georgia. If you send in for a mail-in ballot, you will get it, and you can mail it back in. They never verify who you are. Or they send them out by their voter rolls, which are historically corrupt. Do you know that there's over, just in North Carolina, there's 1.1 million people on their voter rolls, just in North Carolina. In Kentucky, there's 250,000 that are on their voter rolls that no longer live in the States or are dead. Every single one of those people had a mail-in ballot mailed to them. That's why you kept seeing people. They live in a house with their wife, so there's just two people living there, and they get seven ballots mailed to their house. Now, what happens to the other five that were mailed to a two-person house? Who knows? Were they mailed in? Well, let's look. You have Pennsylvania where they mailed out 1.8, 1.8 absentee ballots were requested and they got back 2.5. They counted against, of course, Donald Trump, 2.5 million. So they sent out 1.8 million mail-in ballots and they got back and counted 2.5 million. Wow, that's amazing. That's great voter turnout. No, the most it could possibly be is 1.8. That's as, that's as, as high the number can be. It's the same thing that if you're in a city that is 200,000 people and 274,000 people voted, that's not great voter turnout. Anything over 200,000 is illegal because you have to be registered where you live 30 days prior to the election. So election, a ballot showing up on election day above the number of eligible ballots, uh, eligible voters is illegal. If you send out 1.8 million mail in ballots and and 2.5 million show up, that's all illegal above 1.8. That's 700,000 ballots were illegal in the state of Pennsylvania. That's how it is. Mail out balloting is a free for all. There's not one state in the union that requires ID for mail in balloting. Not one. Even if you see, uh, see in your state law, we require ID. That's if you show up to vote, like case in point, Georgia has just elected Ossoff and Warnock. You really believe that that was a integrity based election <laughs> with Raffensberger and Kemp in charge Two harem unit geldings prancing about the field. You really think that those two are running solid elections? <laughs> yeah, right. But you take the Georgia, Georgia has a firmly in statute. ID is required to vote. ID is required to vote. Is it? Not if it's mail-in. So Stacey Abrams put out a tweet that she had 1.8 million people ready to vote mail-in prior to the election. How many of those people are verified voters? There's no way to tell because you can get a mail-in ballot without presenting any ID whatsoever. Facts! Every state is that way. So that's what's happened. COVID-19 did all that. So if it appears to be redundant when I'm talking about COVID-19, just know that it's not. It's the vehicle by which you're seeing all the fraud that you're seeing right now. Tech censorship, everything. The tech tyrants are doing this because who's going to fight them now? Who's going to take down Section 230? Section 230, which which is what delineates between a publisher and a platform. They get basically, uh, Twitter and Facebook are supposed to be platforms. You're supposed to be a free platform where the only thing that you can't put on there is violence, like terrorist threats, or pornography. Those are the only two things not supposed to be on there. That's all they're supposed to be taking down if that happens. supposed to be a free platform. 230 governs that. It gives them legal exemptions. So they can't be sued for what somebody puts on their platform. They can't be sued. This is on Facebook right now, YouTube, Twitter right now until they take me down. I've lost 400, four, five hundred followers in the last two days. you know who knows how long it's going to be. but their platforms they can't take they cannot be sued for what I say. That's what section 230 of federal law says. But when we had the ability, the Republicans, the conservatives, to do something about it, to rewrite section 230 or take down section 230, did they do it? Nope. Because they're geldings. They're not they're a bunch of people that all they care about is their own political expediency. That's where we're at. All right, is this uh, a save the human race? Actually kind of retweet. And this I just wanted to put this out there. Go ahead, put it up there. Nope. Now we're having a little techno problem here. It's the conformity tweet right there. Yeah, it needs to be on my screen. (laughs) Tech problems. Yeah, we're having a little bit of tech problems here, so I'll just kind of see if I can go on. Um, Oh, here's some stuff. Most of you, there we go. There we go. I just wanted to put this out there. Video screenshot that if you can. Sorry for all the tech problems tonight. But just have the screenshot that, keep that, put it on your wall somewhere. Conformity is doing what everyone else is doing, regardless of what is right. Now look at that. Now you leave it up there. Just leave it up there while I'm talking. I want everybody to think of that inside the church. Conformity is doing what everyone else is doing, regardless of what is right. If your church is closed, what is right is the First Amendment, Fourth Amendment, and the 14th Amendment, which gives you the right to peacefully assembly, assemble, pe- to, give, to speak freely, to not wear a mask, to walk about freely. Conformity is doing what everyone else is doing, church. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and then you had all the christians that thought they were being moral just so you know your morality pastor love and all you loving tone police christians just so you know all of your love is causing people by the millions namely children to starve around the world because of your lockdowns so you save two or three people in your own minds even though you're saving none via your COVID mitigations, but around the world, you are causing the deaths of millions. Morality is doing what is right, regardless of what everybody else is doing. Most people are wearing masks because of conformity, not morality. That's just the way that is. You can bring it back to me. All right, here's a Todd Starnes Facebook post breaking. Just get this out. Most of you already know this. That's not the right one. There you go. Twitter, permanently suspends President Trump's account. There it is. Twitter permanently takes it down. It's over. Took down President Trump. Most of you already know this, but I just want to read you these. There's other headlines that go along with it. President Trump's personal Twitter page was permanently suspended early Friday, one day after for, former First Lady Michelle Obama called on social media platforms to deform, deplatform the president as a sign of true patriotism. You bring it back to me. Meanwhile, a, high, a number of high-profile conservatives reported that thousands of their followers have been purged from their pages. Now, for those of you that have stood and put your name on the dotted line that said, you know what? This was a fraudulent election. I feel bad for you. For those of you that have been filled with political expediency and refuse to take a side in any way, shape, or form, because people will take you down, you deserve what you're getting. And I don't care if you're conservative. It's just like what I was going to say earlier. All these pastors now, some are they're reclosing now again because of the second of the second wave and 300 days to flatten the curve. Day 300 of 15 days to flatten the curve that we're on today. Congratulations. Happy 300 day. But all these pastors that are restarting their churches now and they're acting like they never closed. And that's what that's what all these senators and the, you know, Mar- the Thomas Masseys and the Rand Pauls are all putting out their tweets back to normal conservatism. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're not forgetting. You, you chose to certify fraud, and I personally am not forgetting that. I will do everything that I can, everything that I can to make sure that Rand Paul, Marco Rubio, Mike Lee, Mitch McConnell, Kelly Loeffler took care of herself, David Perdue took care of them. said, so you know why? Because they don't do not have any courage whatsoever. They were political expediency, expediency torpedoed Kelly Loeffler because she wouldn't stand. Nobody came out and voted for her. The turnout was subpar. They're blaming it on Lidwood or what? This was not. It wasn't had nothing to do with that. Nobody was excited about Kelly Loeffler. You put Doug Collins in there, it would have been different. Meanwhile, a number of high-profile conservatives that's all over Twitter now. Everybody, every day is getting tens of thousands of their followers just disappear. That's happening right now. All, it's all over Twitter. Go there. Get an account. Get on there so you can monitor it. The Google App Store has removed Parler from its store. And and Apple, the Apple App Store, hard to say, is threatening to do the same. Parler has 24 hours to respond. That 24-hour period has elapsed, and I have not heard anything today. From the Gateway Pundit. Trump campaign Twitter account has been, and uh, not Twitter account, Trump campaign was banned from emailing. So their emailing service has also been cut off. The Trump campaign is now blocked from emailing their millions of supporters after being suspended from their email service provider. Their email service campaign monitor, that's the name, do not forget the names, remember the names, write the names down. These people meet, need to be pay, need to be uh Made to pay politically for what they've done. Campaign monitor confirmed the suspension of the account to Financial Times' Dave Lee. All right, Jim Hoff tweet. Big tech colluding again. List of what Trump is banned from. Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Shopify, Twitch. Websites selling Trump merchandise. And that's just the beginning because they took down his email today. All right, back to me. And that's what I'm telling all of you. See, you're going to have to stand up now, and you're going to have to take your stupid masks off, or you're going to have to take the mark of the beast to shop at Walmart. Just understand that. Oh, no, that could never happen. There'll be competitors. They're destroying all the competitors. 40% of American businesses are closed, and the billionaires, this is kind of the last thing that I had to say. Maybe I'll jump to it right now if I can find my notes on it, but because I'll never get to it. The billionaires, what they're doing is cornering the market. There is no mom and pops anymore to compete with these. You're gonna have it'll be Amazon. And Amazon could just say to you, you know what, we don't like that you put this out on parlor, because they're gonna have they're gonna be able to access the more conservative sites too. We don't like to put that out. So you know, what? we're not gonna mail your groceries. Well, what do I need to do to get my groceries? What do I need to do to get my medicine? You know, this is how it's going to happen, folks. All of you wisdom Christians and Romans 13 Christians that thought people like me were radicals because we wouldn't wear a mask and we wouldn't close our church to save lives, even though your actions are causing millions to starve to death today. Not in one day, but you know what I mean? As of 300 days to flatten the curve that we're at right now. supposed to be. Everyone remember that? No, it was March. Remember, it was March, depending on which one you do, whether it's March 7th or 14th, whatever. Remember that? 15 days to flatten the curve. Day 300, Wisdom Christians. Day 300, Quarantine Soccer Mom. Day 300, Tone Police Soccer Dad. Wisdom Christians. Nice job. Really nice job. All of this is because the church came first. All right, Tucker Carlson video. Listen to the response of liberal media to us being censored, play it for me.
1: This morning, CNN announced that it is working to force the Fox News channel off the air and run this company out of business. A number of prominent Democrats, including office holders, support that effort. CNN staffers have already contacted the six major cable carriers in this country, those are the companies that carry our signal into your home, and pressured them to drop Fox News. Why? On the pretext that this show, is directly responsible for the, and and others on the channel, are directly responsible for the violence at the U.S. Capitol this week. It is time, CNN announced, quote, that TV carriers face questions for lending their platforms to dishonest companies that profit off of disinformation and conspiracy theories. So here you have a news company calling for censorship. You have a TV network demanding that media conglomerates ban its competitors. That's terrifying. But it's also, if we're being completely honest here, kind of amusing. Because you can just imagine CNN's blustery little dwarf king calling into his morning staff call yesterday. He spent a long night sitting on the tiny throne in his apartment, feet dangling just above the floor, watching Fox News and getting angrier and angrier. By the time he reaches his minions in the CNN newsroom to deliver the day's orders, the dwarf king's fleshy face is quivering like jello and crimson with rage. Make them stop, he screams, make them stop. The minions jolt to attention. The first to her battle post is a former homecoming queen from Orange County who is eager to prove her chops. She's not a primetime anchor, she'd like to be, but she's still just a newsreader, a former co-host of a radio show on a contemporary hit station in Yakima, Washington, called Billy Blue and Brianna 2, The Morning Zoo. Not everyone takes her seriously. She wants to be taken seriously, and this is her chance. So she tries to remember the dwarf king's orders. Stop Fox! That was the main command. Then there was that stream of consciousness part, the part where the boss was breathing so heavily it was hard to make out the words. There was white supremacy, insurrection, domestic terrorism, something like that. She tries to connect the dots. It's confusing. But she's pretty sure the word insurrection was in there, for sure. Someone insurrected, maybe, or acted insurrectingly, something like that. No, it was definitely insurrection. So she decides to look up the word in the dictionary to see what it means. Here's what happened next. It was an insurrection. Take Merriam-Webster's word for it. Insurrection, an act or instance of revolting against civil authority or an established government, knocking down barriers, knocking down gates, pushing police out of the way. Police would be the civil authority as described in the definition of insurrection. They broke windows and doors. They vandalized offices. (laughs) Take Miriam Webster's word for it. That's Mrs. Miriam Webster to you. But here's the problem. This show, she explained, refused to call that obviously highly insurrection-y event an insurrection. We literally didn't use the word, just refused. I mean, seriously. Who would do that? Well, if you really want to know who would do that, a white person would do that, a privileged white person. Someone who, presumably unlike her co-workers at CNN, and in fact the dwarf king himself, was both white and privileged. Afflicted with something called white privilege. So much white privilege, in fact, that it blinded this person. Because that's the thing about white privilege. If you keep doing it, you go blind. Yeah, right, you can bring it back to That's me. what the boss... So there you go.
0: They, this is what the liberal media wants. What's so funny about it, Ted Wheeler found out the hard way, I'll show you in a video, is that they honestly think that this will never come for them. What happens when you have a, I'm trying to think of the right word, whether it's a political movement, I'll call it that to be politically uh, friendly, politically correct. When you have a political movement or a revolt or a revolution, If it's not based in principle, then eventually it will turn on itself. I listen, this is, I'm stealing this from Dan Bongino. Eventually it will, it will turn on itself because they run out of perpetrators. Eventually they, eventually you've banned Donald Trump. You've banned Tucker Carlson. You ban small time podcasts like this one. They're banned. There's who they're going to turn on. And all these CNN people think that, that the woke crowd, the BLMs, the Antifa's, won't eventually turn on them. That the AOCs won't eventually turn on them. And the AOCs think that the ones that she's not as woke as won't turn on her. because she, She's not as woke as somebody down the rung who's even more woke because she's walking around in $1,000 outfits. She's making thousands of dollars a day on her merch site. That's not very woke. Eventually, they will turn on her too. They never get it. Everybody around Stalin who ushered Stalin in as the supreme leader of Russia, every single one of them, Trotsky, anybody you can name, they are all dead, and he killed them all. Because eventually, if your revolt or your revolution is not based in principle, it will turn on itself. Because they will run out of people to, right now, symbolically hang. And since there's a lot of power In being able to ban people. You're going to keep wanting that juice. So eventually when you run out of all the conservatives to ban. You're going to have to ban the liberals who are not woke or liberal enough. Because that's the juice behind it. I told you. It's like a fetish. All of this is like a sexual fetish for these people. You know what? You're essential. Okay, we have bequeathed that you can open up. But you can't open up. That's, it is. It's like a fetish for these people. You're going, I don't understand that. Of course you don't. If you're a Christian, hopefully you have a renewed mind. Some of you are like, I've never felt like that even when I wasn't saved. Well, then, because you were sane even when you weren't saved. Here's the Babylon Bee's answer to that's not the right thing. We've got Babylon Bee up next. We are struggling here tonight. I apologize, everybody. Majorly struggling. Is Tucker. All right, just go to Marjorie. One you just had. Right there. All right, here we go. All right. Da- here we go. Marjorie Taylor Green. If you're not following her, follow her. She's losing thousands of followers per day though. Let's hop on. And uh, you know what? I-, I would urge everybody, don't jump off any of the platforms. Make them ban you. Stay on there till they ban you. What does it hurt? Just make sure you're actively maintenancing with equal fervency your parlor account, your Rumble account, your MeWe account, your Gab.com account. Now make sure that you are prioritizing them. Make sure that that is your home base. But stay on them until they ban all of us. That way we can still communicate on those too. All right, so Marjorie Taylor Greene, she put out there Dems, Corey Bush, Ilhan Omar, Kamala Harris, AOC, Tim Kaine, Rashida Tlaib, Speaker Pelosi at CNN are responsible for inciting Antifa BLM terrorism that burned down cities in 2020. $2 billion in damage, murders, 30 lives were lost, lives ruined, their support of violent insurrection should have consequences. You got the video for me? I
1: wanna be clear in how I characterize this. This is mostly a protest. Uh, it, is not,
2: uh, it is not, generally speaking, unruly. That ain't a riot, what we're seeing right now in Minneapolis. They are strictly principled anti-fascists. And they've taken a principled stand to stand against white supremacists and white nationalists wherever they may show up. I argue to you tonight, all punches are not equal morally. It says it right in the name, Antifa, anti-fascism, which is what they were there um, fighting. Listen, there's, you know, no organization is perfect. There was some violence. Any reasonable
3: person would say we shouldn't be destroying other people's property, but these are not reasonable times.
2: Well, thank goodness for the looters, man. And please show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful.
3: I don't care that much about statutes. Shouldn't,
2: shouldn't that be done by a commission or the city council, not a mob in the middle of the night throwing I it into the harbor? People will do what they do. What you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Do not get it twisted and think that, oh, this is some something that has not never happened before, and then this is so terrible, and where are we, and these savages, and all of that. This is how this country was started. People get mad, and people get sick of it. People are risking COVID to explain to this country that we're fed up. Most of... The major movements in American history have started at the grassroots level and at some point have turned into direct conflict with American government. So remember your history before you judge your present.
1: Thuggishness is thuggishness wherever it comes from politically, and we should be the first to call it out.
3: I disagree.
0: When it touched their precious ruling class, that's when they started to get mad. That's when they started to get upset. It was when it actually ended up touching the people that they consider to be important. They do not consider the little man to be important at all. That's the problem. But when it actually touched who they care about, they don't care about the little person. All they care about is their rulers and the bourgeois elite. They've sat for, listen, did you hear, I don't know how many billions of dollars in this article, it's got it at 2 billion. It's way more than 2 billion because that was probably from months ago. Because we've had basically 170 days of perpetuated violence and vandalism and rioting in this country. Ever since, allegedly doing it for George Floyd, but ever since George Floyd, May 29th. That's what's, that's what's been going on. And they have said nothing. They don't care. They're unprincipled. See, we all came out and we said, for anybody with a brain, we're against the violence that happened in the Capitol. We're against that. And that allegedly, at least partially, was our own people because we have principles. Violent Thuggishness is thuggishness. We have principles. So we recognize a lie is a lie. A lie is always wrong. They don't, if the lie serves them, they're fine with it. If the murder serves them, they're all right. They butcher 1.2 million babies a year in the womb. It serves them. The love of money is the root of all evil. You're talking about a multi billion dollar industry slaughtering the unborn. You ever think about how weird that is that people would prioritize that? That's why you should never take it serious. Like all the capitulating, moronic senators. Yes, they have their list. The Rand Pauls, the Marco Rubios, the Ben Sasses, the Lindsey Grahams. They're always, you've got Mike Pence, elbow touching, elbow bumping. Nancy Pelosi, good job, Mike. Oh, thanks, Nance, thanks, Nance. Because that's what he lives for. Is hoping to get her approval. Oh, Mikey <clears throat> Pence, she loves you now. And she'll always love you, Mike. So all these pandering, moronic Republicans, Republicans are cowards. Democrats are evil. And there's a few exceptions on the Republican side, none on the Democrat side, none, absolutely zero. And don't tell me like Joe mentioned, he's a moderate. He's a baby butchering, capitulating, ankle grabbing hack. That's what he is. Don't tell me any of those things. All right, Madison Cawthorn tweet. When you tear out the tongues of those who speak against you, you are not proving them liars. Instead, you are proclaiming on the altar of oppression that you are crippled by fear of what they might say. That is the most poignant thing, Bring it back to me, that I have read in any recent history outside of the Bible itself. That right there. Now, that is a quote to remember. Snapshot that screenshot that thing and keep it. Put it on your refrigerator. When they deplatform us, when they silence us, it is not to keep you safe. Again, do you see the commonalities of the lies, of the fraudulentness? Do you see it? Oh, we're you know what? The reason why we are deplatforming and silencing the president of the United States is for your safety. The reason why we've destroyed your business for freaking life. It's for your safety, for your health. All the Christians out there, you're like, Tom, you always pick on them. That's right. Judgment begins at the house of the Lord. First Peter chapter four, verse 17. You should have known better. All your love, pastor love, Christian tone, Christian tone police, Christian love, all your lockdowns and mask wearing has done is kill millions of people around the globe from starvation, who depend on the first world economy, dummies. Tommy, you seem mad. Yeah, I'm mad. And you're like, well, that's not very Christ-like. Bull. It, that's not true. God is angry at the wicked every day. Please read your Bible. Please understand the God that you actually follow instead of pastor skinny jeans with the holes in the right places. Instead of believing what that pastor tells you, read your Bible instead. The Lord is angry at the wicked every day. There's nothing wrong with being angry at wickedness. I don't hate the people. I hate their sin. I, absolutely, I, can't, I can't stand their capitulation. All right, Rebecca Hendricks tweet. Dishonest nonsense that throws gas on the fire. This is appalling. This is C-SPAN video. Kamala Harris, we witnessed two systems of justice. This is how they're going to excuse. This is how they are going to explain what happened at the Capitol? You know what happened at the Capitol? Unlawful people committed unlawful acts. Kamala, it's got nothing to do with race. Can you play the video for me?
3: One of the fundamental principles upon which America's democracy rests, a principle as sacred as a civic value can be. Is this woman alive? It's fidelity She's to automaton. the rule of law. In times of stability, that principle can seem abstract like something out of a legal textbook that isn't relevant to our daily lives. But in times of upheaval, we come to realize, to appreciate just how vital the rule of law truly is. What we saw yesterday in our nation's capital was, as the president-elect has called it, an assault on the rule of law. And it has no place in our democracy. So I believe we must ask ourselves two questions about what happened yesterday. What went wrong and how do we make it right? And I believe the answers require us to recognize that the challenge we're facing in our country is about more than the actions of the few we watched yesterday. It's about how to reform, how to transform a justice system that does not work equally for all, a justice system that is experienced differently depending on whether you're white or black, a justice system that is experienced differently if you're rich or poor, a justice system That's different depending on whether your job requires you to take a shower before you go to work or requires you to take a shower when you come home after work.
0: You can bring it back to me. I can't take any more of it. You ever wonder, I just wonder how anybody on earth could vote for somebody who talks like, you know, what was wrong? And then they pause. And how do we make it right? I mean, they're clearly, of course, and I have no problem with people reading off of screens, but you absolutely can tell that they're, they're soulless. There's absolutely no conviction behind what they're saying whatsoever. How do you vote for that? And I know I'm preaching to the choir right now, but I'm just saying, how could anybody vote for somebody who's just spewing convoluted propaganda that they were given prior to the speech? I just, it's unbelievable. And and there's two sets There's two sets of laws for everybody. There's two, you know, governing authorities for everybody, white, black, for those that take a shower before they, I mean, these people are the bourgeois elite who snub their nose at all of us, all of us that have had real jobs. Kamala Harris, I can't say she's never really had a real job, but she really has never really had a real job. She's been in politics her whole adult life. She got to where she is on her back. And I, you know, that's an absolute fact. I don't care what anybody says. She was having an adulterous affair with the mayor of San Francisco, Willie Brown, when he was 60 and she was 29. And he has got her and he's the one that got her all of her political appointments at which later on a couple years after that, she threatened to arrest him. She is an absolute, I mean, complete, complete political prostitute. That's all she, that's who Kamala Harris is. She has not one ounce of conviction. If it took her to get up there and say that she was in favor of strangling puppies, and that would get her enough votes to get her where she was, where she wanted to go, she would absolutely advocate that position without hesitation. As she's an unprincipled charlatan. Talk, i mean, what is she talking about? Two systems of governance, two, two different judicial systems. Two different law enforcement. How? How was anything different? They are hunting down every last person that was in the Capitol building, and rightfully so, as they should do if they were white, or if they were black. That's what's called having principles. If you have principles, it doesn't matter whether the person's white or black. And they did. What more do you want? When was the last time you saw a Black Lives Matter person, an African American, shot to death for climbing over a barricade? Name it. I'll wait. Type it to me. I got my screen right over here. Hey there, everybody. I see you guys on here. Type it to me. When was the last time you saw a Black Lives Matter rioter climbing over a barricade and shot through the neck by a nine millimeter? Go ahead. I'm waiting. Good. You sent it to me. This unfair, this dual system of governance, this dual system of judicial, pr- judicial prudence. Let me show it to me. Please do. Let me say it to a couple people here. How you guys doing tonight? I love you. Appreciate you watching. Seriously, I do. I really do. I don't know how much long, longer we're going to be on these platforms, so we're going to be having to switch probably. We'll stay on as long as we can. I'm not going to leave platforms. I'm going to try to be on all of them until they kick us off or until something happens. I'm looking at names here. I'm trying to kind of get to the top and see everybody. Amy, I see you on there. Amy, E-M, God bless you. Glad you're on. Petrina, I see you on. Mitch, I see you on. Vicky J. See you on, Bailey, love you, always on, love you, appreciate you, seriously. Hey, Kim K, glad you're on, hey, Alan, glad you're on, bless you, hey, Wally, God bless you, love you, glad you're on, hey, Ricky, glad you're on, Annette S, Richard H, glad you're on, Beth D, Amanda B, glad you're on, Travis R, Christy P, Jules C, Sean, my brother. Sean H. Love you, man. God bless you. Glad you're on. Hey, Marilyn. Glad you're on. God bless you guys. Hey, Ruth, Joseph. Somebody named Stoneheart. <laughs> glad you're on. Hey, Glenn E. Glad you're on. Dwayne G. Glad you're on. Hey, Stephen C. Dwayna G. Glad you're on. God bless you guys. Kaylee C. God bless you guys. John W, Lynn C, Kevin L, Kevin and Don, God bless you. Hey, Todd from church, love you, man. Glad you're on. Really do appreciate, Lynn from church, glad you're on. Love you, sister. Anyway, I really do appreciate all you guys watching. Oh, on YouTube over here, I can barely see that, though. It's so small. I'm looking over here. Hey, Eric, glad you're on. Greg, I see you on there. Let's see, Raina, glad you're on there. This is YouTube. Michael, glad you're on. Bless you guys. Stephanie, glad you're on. My brother from church, Will, love you. Glad you're on. Josh, glad you're on. Hey, Tracy, love you from church. Glad you're on. God bless you guys. You scrolling for Hey Alan, glad you're on. Don't move too much. All right. God bless you guys. I really do appreciate everybody watching. Everybody also on Periscope. I got to get it to where I can see you on Periscope at some point. Really do appreciate you watching. Oh, there's Periscope right here. All right. Who we got on here? Yeah, it's hard for me to read those names because they're very blurry. Yell them out for me, Hope. Eggplant? give me another one. Quicker. Taylor 217. Nisi, Pennsylvania. Michelle, all you guys on Periscope, thank you for watching. Seriously. And I know a lot of people, they bail. I watch... Our, viewership went down like 40 people on Facebook when I stop and say hey to everybody. You know what, I just, I enjoy talking to you. And I will be looking to do more podcasts instead of just two a week in the near future. We're gonna do more than two a week in a different sort of format, but we're gonna do them. And I wanna have more interaction with you guys, be able to talk back and forth more and answer some questions. All right, let's go on. All right, the Hill tweet. Twitter permanently suspends Michael Flynn. We never found that one, did we, Tom? Go to Hume. go to Hume. There we go. All right. There's a, hey, bring it back to me real quick. I'm having t- some tech problems tonight because what's happened with Twitter is a lot of things I pulled from Twitter disappeared. I clipped them off of Twitter and I shipped them in here and they disappeared. So we're struggling a little bit tonight. It's for some, you know, that's, that's what's going on. At least that's part of what's going on. All right. Flip that over for me. Britt Hume, tell that to the people who live in Portland and Seattle, CBS news, Biden, No one can tell me that if, just Joe Biden talking, no one can tell me that if it had been a group of Black Lives Matter protesting yesterday, they wouldn't have, have been treated very, very differently than the mob of thugs that stormed the Capitol. We all know that's true, and it's unacceptable, totally unacceptable. Back to me real quick, and then we'll go to the video. So what is, I agree, mob of thugs, agree. So what were all the people that were burning down the businesses in Kenosha, Joe? And by the way, most of those people were white too. At the Black Lives Matter protests, 99% of the people there are white. They're pasty white boys and white girls. The white boys, about 50 pounds, soaking wet with rocks in their pockets. And the girls, 250 pounds, with no rocks in their pockets. That's who's at the BLM protests. And I never hear Joe Biden, Kamala Harris ever call them thugs. What's the difference? What's the difference between breaking windows in the Capitol? In burning down a laundromat in Kenosha, Wisconsin, or Minneapolis, St. Paul. What's the difference? What, what exactly is the difference? Well, that's a, you know, that the Capitol stands for America. All, all businesses stand for America. They're all equally heinous crimes. They have different statutes for different things, but they're all crimes, and I never heard Joe Biden call any of them thugs. Play it for me, Tom. What
2: well, we saw yesterday in plain view was another violation of the fundamental tenet of this nation office of the president of elect not only do we see the failure to protect one of the three branches of our government we also saw a clear failure to carry out equal justice if <laughs> we used to say in the senate excuse a point of personal privilege back that up 10 seconds a little over and freeze it <laughs> back be-
0: it up another go back all the way to 10 like uh keep going go go go, go back right, right. all right, right there don't freeze it Watch, watch him struggle when something happens with the teleprompter. Play for our government.
2: We also saw a clear failure to carry out equal justice. i do not sure if you used to say in the Senate, excuse a point of personal privilege. A little over an hour and a half after the chaos started, I got a text from my granddaughter, Finnegan Biden, who's a senior in her last semester. University of Pennsylvania she sent me a photo of military people in full military gear scores of them lining the steps of the Lincoln Memorial because of protests by Black Lives Matter she said Pop this isn't fair no one can tell me that if had been a group of Black Lives Matter protesting yesterday. There wouldn't have been; they wouldn't have been treated very, very differently than the mob of thugs that stormed the Capitol. We all, we all know that's true, and it is unacceptable.
0: Very, very totally. No, I don't know that's true. I've seen Black Lives Matter and Antifa running wild for, over in this country for the last almost 200 days. And I've never heard one time, I've never heard Joe Biden say Black Lives Matter is evil and Antifa is evil. Not one time. And yet you have a predominantly or allegedly predominantly Trump crowd commit crimes, and they did, committed crimes, and now they're they're thugs, horrible thugs. Nothing like, I mean, it's, it's what's called an unprincipled person. And you know, did everybody watch that little speech? That would bring just terror to Xi Jinping, wouldn't it? The authority. The authority behind Joe Biden's voice, the conviction behind his voice. I mean, he's got that presidential air about him, doesn't he? It looks like a stiff breeze would blow him off his feet and he wouldn't even know that he was off his feet. All right, Chinese embassy. Now we've all been, we've all been, well, not we're not all banned yet, but we're all being banned. Hundreds and thousands of people being taken off. Hundreds of thousands of followers being taken off. But this is just fine. Now, just so you know, they have since taken this off, but this was this, this stood for I don't know how long. I don't know no one was tweeted, but it was not a problem at all until it was brought to Jack Dorsey's doorstep. Study shows this was this is on Twitter. This is not banned. Chinese embassy in U.S. is still up, still up and running right at this very minute. This particular tweet was taken down after it would became national news, but until then it was just fine. And this is what the Chinese embassy in the U.S. tweets out. Studies show that in the process of eradicating extremism, the minds of Uyghur women in in Zhejiang were emancipated and gender equality and reproductive health were promoted, making them no longer baby-making machines. They are more confident and independent. That stood on Twitter, and that was absolutely fine. But the president of the United States... Got taken out. That's because he's inciting violence. Name it. Show me the video. Send me a video of Donald Trump inciting violence. You will not find it. You know why? Because it doesn't exist. All right. This is from Ars Technica. You can put that up for me. There we go. Baby making machines. Chinese tweet on Uyghurs. Not against Twitter rules. Okay. That's That came out. This is how it ended up being taken down. All right. Go to the next tweet, Tom. Yeah, put that up there, right there. Breaking Twitter reverse course. This is 18 hours ago and removed this uh, Chinese embassy tweet about Uyghur women. So that just shows you they have absolutely no principle. If your principle is, then what's happening with the Uyghur Muslims in China? Have you ever, I'll have to break it out again. I showed it months ago. They're rounding them up by the hundreds of thousands. They're disappearing into re-education camps where they are being raped and killed. No longer baby-making machines, though. No longer baby-making machines. It's all good there. But other than that, you know, no problem whatsoever. The Chinese are allowed to stand. Name one thing that comes close to that, that Donald Trump has ever done, that that he's ever even said. Name it. Show it to me. Send it to me. But the Chinese, that's being principled. You're perfectly fine, Jack Dorsey at Twitter, perfectly fine, leaving up tweets, talking about uh, re-educating women into no longer being baby-making machines. You're fine with that. And it even says weaker women. And and Jack Dorsey darn well knows that by the hundreds of thousands, maybe millions, I don't know, at least hundreds of thousands, they're being whisked away in trains, blindfolded, handcuffed, zip-tied behind their back. It's absolute fact. It's all over YouTube it. And they stay up. What's Donald Trump done? Anything like that. But yet China stays up and Donald Trump gets taken down, you know, because you're unprincipled. Chinese are good for Jackie Dorsey. China is great for the uh, Democratic Party. So if you're unprincipled, evil doesn't matter as long as it benefits you. Evil always matters to me. If evil was to benefit me, I'd stop making it or stop allowing it to benefit me. But if you're unprincipled, you don't care. All right, Tom Elliott tweet, now CNN's Oliver Darcy is going after cable companies for carrying Fox News. Look at the bottom part. Somehow these companies, this is what Oliver Darcy has written, somehow these companies have escaped scrutiny, Fox News he's talking about, and entirely dodged this conversation. This should not be the case anymore after Wednesday's incident of domestic terrorism on Capitol Hill. You know, nothing about Portland, nothing about Seattle, nothing about Philadelphia, nothing about Kenosha, nothing about any of that. But now this one event, that was basically over in what, two, three hours, let alone 170 days. It is time TV carriers face questions for leading their platforms for lending their platforms to dishonest companies that profit off this information and conspiracy theories. After all. It was the very lies that Fox Newsmax and own spread that helped prime president Trump supporters into believing the truth that he lost an honest and fair election. Then he named Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson and Mark Levin. So it doesn't end. Bring it back to me. It doesn't end with social media. They're trying to deplatform people off of TV too. And they say, what's so funny about it. These are the PP hoax peddlers that for four years, Put out the one lie after another. I mean, Adam Schiff. Oh, yeah, we've got evidence of Russian collusion. Time and time again. One, one hoax after another. Donald Trump said that soldiers who died storming the beaches of Normandy were losers. He never said any of that. They peddled it, peddled it, peddled it. Nobody was deplatformed then. The PP hoax, Russian dossier, steel dossier, Fusion GPS dossier, Glenn Simpson dossier, none of that. That was peddled for years, years. And they call us conspiracy theorists that need to be taken down, taken down. When they sat there and lied, there's countless, there's lots of montages. If it keeps going, I'll have to bring them back in here. Of them saying, you know, tomorrow's the day when it all falls apart for Trump. One conspiracy after another. But yet, they want us taken down. And just always notice something. We never call for them to be taken down. I don't want CNN taken down. No interest in it. None, because I don't have a fetish. I'm not, I don't have a fetish of controlling people. I don't have it like those perverts at CNN and MSNBC and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and the Democratic Party and Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg. I'm not a pervert or Google or YouTube. I, I'm not sitting, I don't want to control people. I'm not a sadomasochist. Let people be free. Let them do what they want. It is never the fascists that are being banned. It is the fascists that are doing the banning. Every time, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, there is no variance. All right, Richard Grinnell tweet. Hey, add Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Good luck telling other countries they can't silence, censor, or shut down their political opponents. This is a crisis for for the American brand, and you are celebrating the temporary power that comes with it. Yeah, good luck overseas. We want to fight for human rights. Human rights? You're silencing Americans. What human rights can you fight for? Gateway Pundit19, YouTube terminates. Steve Bannon's War Room Podcast, that's gone. You can still find it on OWN or Newsmax, I think it is. Maybe it's Newsmax. Can't remember whether it's Newsmax or OWN. Still on TV if you want to watch. Steve Bannon's awesome. Newsmax, Tommy just found it for me. One of the top podcasts in U.S. Thousands were watching. They terminated it live. While he was, while he was broadcasting, YouTube disappeared. Gateway Pundit, one 9 Twitter employees signed letter calling for permanent ban on US, U.S. President Donald Trump. That might not be a good move, Twitter. Twitter was losing money up till four years ago. Guess what four, year, four years ago was uh, when President Trump got on Twitter and started tweeting? Another Gateway Pundit article. Biden references Nazi propaganda. We'll show you this video. Nazi propaganda minister Joseph Goebbels as he attacks Holly and Cruz holly ends up responding to this we're going to show you the joe biden
2: part play for me
0: do
3: you you think some of them should resign should senator cruz or
1: senator holly resign
2: i think they should be just flat beaten the next time they run i think the american public has a real good clear look at who they are they're part of the big lie the big lie i was being reminded by a friend of mine maybe you were with me, I can't recall, when we're told that, you know, Goebbels and the great lie, you keep repeating the lie, repeating the (laughs) lie. Well, there was a print that when Dresden was bombed, firebombed, there were 250 people that were killed. Or was it 2,500 people were killed? And Goebbels said, no, 25,000 or 250,000 were killed. And our papers printed that. Our papers printed it. It's the big lie. People will know it's one thing for one man, one woman, to repeat the lie over and over and over again. By the way, Trump said that before he ran. If you say it enough, I'm going to convince you. I'll say it enough. The press is bad. The press is bad. The press is bad. The press is bad. If he's the only one saying it, that's one thing. But the acolytes that follow him, like Cruz and others, they are as responsible as he is. And so it's not about whether or not they get impeached. It's about whether or not they can continue to hold power because of the the disgust the American people have for their actions. There are decent people out there who actually believe these lies because they've heard it again and again. I was with a friend of mine who's a medical doctor telling me that his neighbor...
0: Listen, I'm listening. How many of you really believe, by the way, from that last one I showed you, that is like his niece or whatever it was that, or his granddaughter actually sent him a message and said that this is unfair? Do you really believe that? So he calls this all a big lie and he keeps calling Joseph Goebbels. Goebbels. All right, that's not the big lie. That's weaker. That's something different, guys. You, you can take it down, though. I don't need it. I need you to go to that other thing that we got. The spreadsheet from Derek Mur- Murdoch should be next. There you go. So he calls them Joseph Goebbels. It is Joseph Goebbels, for one thing. He must be reading from the, the same sheet that he got Book of Palms from. But he calls it a big lie, right? The big lie. The big lie. There's no, absolutely no fraud in the election. All right, put that slide, that uh, graphic up for me. All right, this is a spreadsheet by Derek Murdoch. And if you can hopefully you can see the numbers. This is very simplistic, but it puts it all in perspective for you. If you go down there, it has the six states in question. Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Michigan, Georgia, and Arizona. And you look across there and see in each one. We'll just take a couple, shall we? Let's look at in-state voters who voted where they did not reside. Arizona, 19,000. Georgia, 138,000. Pennsylvania, 14,000. Wisconsin, 26,000. Out-of-state voters, that's the line up from there, who voted in-state. Second line down. Arizona, 5,000. Georgia twenty thousand, Michigan thirteen thousand. Look at the, the, uh, the the margin for victory down on the bottom, and how many votes this is. Uh, just keep that in mind. If you look at Arizona, margin of victory is fifteen thousand people. Uh, is that right? No, no. Margin of victory is ten thousand people. <laughs> ten thousand margin of victory in Georgia eleven thousand. Margin of victory in Michigan, 154,000. Nevada, 33,000. Remember, this is the, the big lie. The big lie. Margin of victory in Pennsylvania, 81,000. Wisconsin, 20,000. Now look at the difference in the votes Up right above them. Associated Press, Biden reported margin of victory right above that total. If you total out the fraudulent votes, on top, that's the total right on top of the margin of victory, it's all eradicated and given to Trump. Look at it, the totals. But anyway, let's go down the list here a little bit. So you got felons who voted without voting rights in Georgia, 2,560. Voters who cast ballots before reaching the age of 18 in Georgia, which is illegal, 66,000. Trump lost the state by 11,000. Big lie, Joey Biden, big lie. Look at Georgia alone. Phantom ballots that were counted, although not recorded as received in Georgia, 96,000. Margin of victory, 11,000. Big lie, Joe, big lie. Look, <coughs> look at Georgia again over here. Voters who requested absentee ballots before or after the statutory deadline in Georgia alone, 305,000. Margin of victory, 11,000. That's a big lie, isn't it, Joe? Oh, wow. Let's look at Wisconsin over here. We got out-of-state vote voters who voted in-state, 6,000. In-state voters who voted where they did not reside, 26,000. Double voters in the state, 234. Democracy in the Park program, absentee ballots illegally collected at park public park events in Milwaukee and Madison, 12, 17,000. You got voters who skirted voter ID law by falsely claiming to be indefinitely confined, 96,000. Absentee absentee ballots cast without submission of legally required application, 170,000 for a total amount of fraudulent votes, 317,603. Margin of victory, 20,682 for a total of, this would be the victory for Donald Trump, 296,921. You bring back to me. The big lie. Screenshot those things so that you have all the factual data. This is from a Rodney Howard Brown parlay. I copied the picture off of it. This is how this is how Biden won. You had Trump 74 million votes, Obama 69 million votes. Here's how Biden got his 80, quote unquote, 80 million votes. All right, here we go. Rodney Howard Brown parlay. You can put that up for me. There we go. Rodney Howard Brown, Georgia looks just like... Pennsylvania and I'll put the graph up by itself there you go everybody see this here we are rocking along and I said this it's so funny because I said this to my son we were going out to lift weights out in the garage about 11 o'clock at night and look when it look where it happened 1102 look at it same exact thing as election night in Pennsylvania it's a miracle it's an absolute miracle I told my son at 11 o'clock at night he was he was into the election. He's like, man, he's, um, you know, Kelly Loeffler was up by 90,000 and literally five minutes later he checked and she was down by 20 or 30,000. And I said, it's over. And he goes, well, I, you know, uh, Purdue's still hanging on. He's still up by, I told him, I said, it's over. Because suddenly at 11 o'clock at night, a little earlier, actually, it all went completely radio silent. And there you have the straight up shot that they shut all the voting down, figure out how many votes you need, dump them all right there at about 11 15, 11 10. Dump them all in, and here we go. Then they're in the lead. And then, lo and behold, look at once they have that jump in the middle of the night, then it evens out and they get all the exact same amount of votes as it went for the previous, uh, the, 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 the night before, from, well, from polls closing until that that 11 o'clock 11 moment it all went the exact same trend and then it does the exact same thing for the rest of the night just though right after they get their bump that puts them up ahead just by a few thousand votes of their republican competitors isn't it funny you know i will tell you besides 2020 this has never happened before in the state of georgia besides 2020 It's never happened before in the state of Pennsylvania. Absolute fact. You bring it back to me? All right, Andy, no tweet. BLM Antifa extremists confronted Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler while he was dining out last night. Serial riot arrestee Tracy Molina was part of the mob shortly after this video. The mayor of Portland right there, Ted Wheeler, was punched, which is that should never, ever happen, of course. And I didn't want this to happen to the guy. I really didn't. But here's the thing. He's out there marching with these people. He did nothing to save his town, hoping to appease them. And all of these people, they always think it's never coming for them. You keep bootlicking and butt-kissing and ankle-grabbing, and eventually they will come along, just like the Democrats with China, with Iran, with with Russia. They just bootlick and butt-kiss, and they hope that it will never come back on them. Well, it will. Play it for me. You comfortable, Tevis? Are you comfortable?
2: You having a good night on the town? You enjoy yourself? I think you need to do your job as a fucking mayor. I think you're a disgrace. I think that Propanity everybody alert! Profanity alert! thinks that you're fucking pathetic, Tevis. How dare you do sweeps while people are still on the streets? How dare
0: you? Do not touch me. How dare you? A litany of F-bombs. So that's what you get when you boot kiss. I mean, but, uh, butt kiss and boot lick all the time. See, all these people. All the Democrats right now that are rejoicing at the censorship of all the conservative voices, I'm glad they're being taken down. Michelle Obama, who lives in an $11 million mansion, that's one of her three homes, on Martha's Vineyard. And she's rejoicing. Take Trump down permanently. Take him down. That's how she talks. I know it. Michael Obama. Take him down permanently. They think it'll never come for them. Michelle, you're not nearly, you are not nearly woke enough for them not to turn on you. They will come for you, Michelle, my bell Obama. They will come for you. You live in an $11 million mansion on Martha's Vineyard, and you think that that guy that you have defended for months, for 170 days of violence, arson, and looting, that you defended and said that they were righteous? Never came out and called anti or Black Lives Matter evil? Never condemned the violence? You don't think they'll turn on you? Oh, no. It's the famous last words. Stealing this from Bongino also. I don't know where he got it from. It's the famous last words of all the French people that were put in the guillotine. As they said to the revolutionaries, Hey, we were on your side. Yeah. They'll come for you. When you are part of a principleless revolution, the revolution will turn on you because they will run out of perpetrators. They'll have to find perpetrators from within because their fetish is banning people and controlling people. Once they've banned and controlled everybody, then they have to turn on the inside. They have to turn on their own. Once they've banned and controlled all the sycophant, gelding Christians, oh, okay, I'll I'll put my mask on. I'll take my vaccine. They're trying to make churches hubs for vaccines in the state of Florida, just so you know. That's why I'm not a sycophant for any politician, including Ron DeSantis. I love him and I love Trump, but I'm not a sycophant for anyone. When they're wrong, they're wrong. Speaking of being a wrong politician, put this mug up for me. Look at that guy. You got Justin Trudeau. I don't know, what is it? Prime Minister of Canada? I don't know what the, the term is for Canada. Prime Minister, President, whatever it is for Canada. There he is. You got him up there. This signifies, do you look like this, Christian? Because this is a baby-butchering moron. Do you look just like this? If you look like this, understand you are this. If this is how you look. Look what he's got in his hand. He's got COVID alert, so he's got himself traced and masked, and he's happy about it. I right, put the next one up for me? There you go. Here's what he put out. Canadians are deeply disturbed and saddened by the attack on democracy in the United States. Our closest ally and neighbor. Violence will never succeed in overruling the will of the people. Democracy in the U.S. must be upheld and it will be. Now put the picture of him back up. Is this democracy to him? That's democracy. You are being tracked. You are masked, controlled, and separated. And you consider that to be democracy? It's so funny. You can bring it back to me. It is so funny to me how people like that and all the Democrats in the United States say that they are for democracy as they're banning people. Say they're for democracy as they usher in socialism. And when you argue with them about bringing in socialism, when you stand against their socialist tendencies, when you stand against their totalitarianism, then you tell they say to you that you... Are tearing down the democracy i'm tearing down the democracy by saying that people shouldn't be banned remember only the fascists ban the fascists are never banned here's a pic of kelly loffler just a friendly reminder today seems like a good day to remind you that senator loffler previous senator loffler sold millions of dollars in stock after a private briefing about COVID in january Sold stock in a travel company the day before travel restrictions took effect that only people with that knowledge would know about. Of course, this was investigated, but she did nothing wrong. No insider trading here. Bought stock in PPE manufacturers and telework and teleworking companies. Leave it up. Just put it back up there for me. Here's the thing that everybody needs to remember about Kelly Loeffler. She was given a private briefing that had to do with her own businesses. So she sold millions of dollars in stock after a private b- briefing about COVID, how COVID was going to affect that stock. She went out and said that everything was going to be great and then sold the stock. She goes out and says, no, no, stock, nothing that went on in our COVID briefing would, ha- would have any effect on the stock and then sold it. And she sold stock in a travel company the day before travel restrictions took effect that nobody knew were going to take effect. And she bought stock in PPE equipment. Isn't that funny? She sold everything. She gets a, so you can bring it back to me. She sold everything. She gets a private briefing about the what was going to happen legislatively, what they were going to put on the lockdowns, the restrictions, the quarantines, the travel restrictions. Gets all of that. Sells the applicable stock that that would hurt. Told everybody that it wasn't going to hurt them. But then knew that it would. And sold that stock. And then knowing... That PPE was going to go up, which nobody else knew. She bought stock in that. All from her private senatorial briefing. And her husband's what, on the stock exchange, Tommy? Like the president of the stock exchange? Yeah, president of the New York Stock Exchange is Kelly Loeffler's husband. You know what I got to say about her? Good riddance. No, Tom, we can't. We can't have uh, John Ossoff or, or Warnock. What's worse? Coward? Capitulator? Corrupt? Or evil? Which is worse? Listen, when I, when I first heard Rodney Howard Brown say from the pulpit that Republicans and Democrats are ostensibly the same, they're two heads of the same snake, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I absolutely my favorite preacher on the planet is Rodney Howard Brown, followed very shortly right after that by Jonathan Shuttlesworth. But I was like, ah, I couldn't, no, man, Republican, he's right. <laughs> Pastor Rodney, if you're watching, you were right. I've told you that in person, but you were right. All right, CNN politics. <clears throat> you throw that up there for me. There you go. Republicans of members of Congress. Now, speaking of ones that I love, <laughs> there are some good ones. Remember, there are some good Republicans. There is not one good Democrat and there, but there are rare few good Republicans. Republican members of Congress refused to wear masks during Capitol insurrection. I love it. I tried to pull this video, but we couldn't get it. All right, shift over to that pick I got not that i remember i had the pick. it's got like cnn on it and stuff you had it but all right we'll just move on so anyway i had a pick and i couldn't rip the video but i'll read it to you so you know what happened uh, six house republicans were captured this is cnn writing now cnn politics six house republicans were captured on video refusing mass offered by a colleague during the U.S. Capitol insurrection. You can kind of see him in the picture. There you go. There it is. See, the, I wanted that picture it's because it captures a few more of the Republicans, and it's got the idiot Lisa Blunt uh, Rochester, a Delaware Democrat, was shown approaching the group of colleagues and offering blue surgical masks, and they all were like, nah, I love those people. I absolutely love those people. But uh, notice I want you to notice, you can bring it back to me. I want you to know, you you can't see the tweet, but this was actually an article. I had the tweet, but then I, I got the article also. And it says, from CNN, six House Republicans were captured. They were captured on video, refusing masks. How dare you refuse masks? Offered by a colleague during the U.S. Capitol insurrection by a few hundred Unarmed people, on Wednesday, they were captured. They were captured. I want to give props to the ones that didn't receive the mask. Marjorie Taylor Greene, love that girl. Oklahoma rep, Mark Wayne Mullen, Arizona rep, Andy Biggs, Pennsylvania rep, Scott Perry, Texas rep, Michael Cloud, and California rep, Doug LaMaffa. Here's the article. We're captured, unmasked. And gathered closely together, they all refuse the mask. Well, let's look at the logic of the mask, shall we? Since masks are such a big deal, they're huge. And I always wonder if the mask is going to save your life. Then why do you care about anybody else, right? Well, let's look at the let's look at how well masks work, shall we? Let's look at the authenticity of mask usage, shall we? All right, put up the first I am tweet for me. It's now been over 25 weeks since the head of the CDC, 25 weeks, said that we could bring COVID under control in four, six, or eight weeks if we all wore masks. Every single recent survey has said that 80 to 92 percent of Americans, boy, that's a sad state of affairs, but absolutely true as I'm walking around my town here where masks aren't even required. They're all wearing them, are wearing masks. Why does anyone think he has any idea what he's talking about? Here's the graph. There we go. CDC director, we could bring COVID under control in four to six to eight weeks with masks. Well, let's look. 92. Here's the date. October 5th. 92% of Americans wear masks when leaving home. Wow, that's done a great job, hasn't it? Woo! That's just a fantastic job. COVID just disappeared. Great job. Masks are fantastic. They work really good. All right, next up is Japan. You notice the same graph every time, everybody. And it's the same thing every time. Japan's numbers continue to grow. You got it. In Japan, everybody touted Japan. Oh, they all wear masks. Look how great they work. The past two days have been the highest reported daily cases. What happened? Did everyone stop wearing masks because they care too much about freedom to put up with such a small inconvenience? Put it on there for me, the graph. There you go. New York Times masks worked in Japan. That was their headline. Oh, look how well it's done. Great job. And, that, and you have CNN, Republicans captured, doing something, not doing something that's completely useless. That's their headline. Republicans captured, doing something, refusing to do something that is completely useless. All right, next one, Germany. This is great. Since Germany was praised in, uh, in CNBC, CNBC, for their leadership in being a master class in science communication, CNBC. That's their quote. Germany is a masterclass in science communication. Daily reported new deaths are up, and I'm not making this up. Twenty-four thousand five hundred thirty-three percent. Woo! Good job. Yeah, look how great the look how great the master's class is doing. Mask mandates, five thousand dollar fines for non-compliance. Back in April, Germany emerging COVID success story, all because of their masks and lockdowns. CNBC masterclass in science communication. They're locked down, they're masked, they all got their spit shields on. Nobody can come over to each other's houses. And look how great it's controlling COVID. That's fantastic. Bring it back to me for just a second. You know why it's not working? Because you can't control a virus, it's too small. Wear a mask all you want. The COVID particle is far smaller. microns to 0.14 microns. That's the size of a COVID particle. The best mask on the planet, an N95 mask, blocks particles of 0.3 microns, almost three times the size. That's the best they do, is a particle almost three times the size of a virus molecule. uh, molecule. Sorry, they don't work. That's why you see the same graph time after time after time. And yet you got it doesn't it doesn't impede the democrats from telling you to wear them it doesn't impede the pastors from telling you to wear them it doesn't impede the christians from telling you to wear them it doesn't impede people from locking down their businesses and closing their churches nothing does jesus said it in that same verses i was quoting earlier i've been quoting these verses for months the devil's the father of lies his native language is lying And Jesus says, because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. I'm showing you graph after freaking graph after freaking graph. And you could show these. I'm I'm preaching to the choir right now. It doesn't change. You could show these to anybody. If they're a mask, if their theology is mask, it won't change them. They would never let the truth get in the way of their narrative. All right, let's put the last one from Ireland. Guys, Ireland's new case growth is literally a straight line up. Cases are up 1,671% in only six weeks since their outdoor spaces mandate on 11-27. 6,434% since 8-10. Can we stop pretending it would be worse without masks because it is impossible to do worse than this? Put up the graph for me. There you go. Busier out, busier crowded out, outdoor spaces, mass mandate, but well, that worked great. Most indoor spaces, mask mandate, that worked great. Public transit, mask mandate, that worked great. Every single time there's a mask mandate, it gets worse. You can bring it back to me? Every single time there's a mask mandate, it gets worse. You know why? It, 76% of COVID cases are caught inside of people's own homes. And then we lock them down in their own homes. 76%. 76% of all COVID cases are caught in their own home and the government the Mike Pence's the Deborah Birx's the Anthony Fauci's even the Donald Trump's tell everybody to lock down Chris, uh, Andrew Cuomo Phil Murphy Gretchen Wimbley they lock everybody down Where they have more, they have a 76% they're 76% more likely to catch it than if they didn't if they were just outside I love the title of this twitter account save the human face all right save the human face tweet hard to watch but needs to be retweeted this i'll read you briefly protecting public health police scotland stormed into a family home yesterday on suspicion they had guests around you know that can't happen in the united states it's happened hundreds possibly thousands of times here In fact, their seriously ill daughter had just been discharged from the hospital. This is described. Now, what's their criminal charge? Ready? Quote, unquote, they had guests around. Play it for me. My
1: I'm oh, sure man. we got volume. Right. Oh. Yes, it
3: is. It's, it's my my here. We, could Get force, we could force the door if you not offence? Because of suspicion people, the oh, of people man. Man.
1: I am a woman of this land, right? Women of this land, right?
2: women of this land are is not Get
1: yeah, Get your fucking body out of
2: my fucking house. Absolutely oh, not. You and for a Just stop it, man.
0: In my house? Yeah. I do not think so. Oh, so. What's wrong? What the hey, fuck
1: are you talking about? What you talking no, no. Mom, I, I, no, please. No. i having please guests go. around.
3: No. Please this stop is the type of police go. violence that's seen for hide having hide. guests I, please, around. You have violated COVID laws. You had people around.
0: back to me kind of stay stuck on the wall for at that point from that point on all for what good job christians hey you know you're saving lives right (laughs) nice job nice job why are you always picking on the christians first i already told you judgment begins at the house of the lord you should have known better this is what you wanted right congratulations that's loving that's really loving nice job i mean really sure you know Let's give you some applause tonight. You know, let's give him a hand clap of praise. There you go. Nice job, Christians. Nice job, Romans 13 people. Nice. This is what you wanted, right? Great job. Remember millions of people starving around the world because you shut down a first world economy that the third world economy depends on? Do you care? No, you're loving. Congratulations. Oh, we're loving. Strap on the mask. Shut down all the businesses. As long as it doesn't affect me. It affects me. If I lose all my income, then I'm going to come to Tom's side. But until then, I'm going to be an unprincipled charlatan. Nice job. Great job. Seriously. Nice job. Seriously. That's what you got now. Congratulations. Really? I mean, seriously. Are you going to be one? You know what I call a CCC? COVID caving Christian? you going to call the cops and turn in your neighbors too? Oh, nice. I mean, seriously. Good job. Seriously. All COVID caving loving pastors. Pastor lives out there. Nice. I mean, seriously. Good job. Good job. That's where the world is at. Well, that's not happening in America. It happens all the time in America. I've put out countless videos just like that in America. Just like it. Just like it. Tackling people on the streets of California because they're violating the COVID curfew because COVID comes out at 10.01. Save the human face tweet. Our hospitals, and this is what we're hearing, this is what we hear every time, we are not to be ignorant of the devil's schemes The Democrats come out with the same thing every time. The hospitals are going to be overrun. The hospitals will be overrun. That's what we get every time. Overrun, oh no. That's what we get, right? Well, this is a Save the Human Face tweet. It says our hospitals are fit fit to burst at any minute. With choreographers, camera crews, and lighting technicians, if you're sick, please stay away. Play the first video for me. Yeah, they're overrun. We're overrun with patience. Absolutely overrun with patience. There we go. We're going to be overrun. Help us. Right, bring it back to me for just a second. I'm going to show you a couple of those. <laughs> All right, save the human face tweet. We put that one up. There you go. No more lockdowns. That's right. No new normal. Pandemic's over. Enough is enough. Flu of 18, 1918 to your left. COVID-19 to your right. Exactly. Bring it back to me. That's why we're going to have about 100,000 less deaths this year than we had last year. Oh, well, that's where that's just, you know, right-wing conspiracy theory. Really? That's the CDC's own statistics. Sorry. Nice job, Pastor Love. Good job, Quarantine Supermom. Good job. Good job shutting it all down. Good job lying for months, Christians and other conservatives. Good job lying for months with your lie on your face, the devil's flag on your face. Nice job. Well, you know, it doesn't, it's not asking they're not asking so much. It's not asking, you know, it's not asking so much to, too much to wear a mask. Oh, really? It's not asking you too much to what? For me to tear my sleeve? It's not too, it's not asking for me too much to do a 10 pushups right now? No, but there's still, I. I you should still ask why. Should you not? I mean, you ought to ask why you're, you're being asked to wear something, correct? Since it does nothing. I just showed you, I mean, tell me what was wrong with any of those graphs. Those are all absolute fact. They don't do anything, but yet. Virtue signaling Christians, showing how loving they are, allegedly out of Mark chapter 12, love thy neighbor. Good neighbor, community partner, partnering with who? The baby butchers. You look just like Justin Trudeau's picture. You look just like Joe Biden. Joe Biden's covered from eyeball to bottom of cheek, everywhere he's at. And you look just like him. Why, as a Christian? The temple of the Holy Spirit, you can't ward off a virus with a 99.9% survival rate post infection. That's if you ever get it to begin with, you have a 99.9% survival rate. But the, you know, the, the siren song, the tactics of the left every single time is we're gonna be overrun, run for your lives, the hospitals are full, and they never are. But they do have time to do this. Play it for me. Is a hidden agenda at play. Same old bullshit, but a different day.
1: They're telling us lies and they're getting away. Deceiving the world and it isn't okay. Get out my way because I'm shining the light We're on these bastards run, with every chance that I get. Attempting to wake people up to this nonsense until oh oh the elite just can't handle this shit. Sick of living life in utter Let's madness. So video. sick of them treating us
0: like. They do have time for this. days that we live in just cost me aches and pains. Lately, my life is like a season of Stranger Things. This place is with go demons go and they yeah. brains. Yeah, overrun. This is All right, go over next overrun. And, go and satanic pedophiles are prominent. We're living in a oh, the things that Overrun. Help us, help us. We're overrun i don't even see a patient anybody see a patient at all all right next one there we go overrun i don't even see a covid patient anywhere in the halls do you anywhere all right bring it back all right speaking of uh go to the next one with the russian stuff there you go next one the russian stuff human face second opinion social distancing and there you go put that up there there you go Second opinion, social distancing in Russia. Here's how they're doing it. Play the video for me. Social distancing in Russia. They're scared to death of COVID, aren't they? They must be. This is a super foot event. you it not? All right. Let's go to the next Save the Human Face tweet. There you go. Remember, save lives. Don't be selfish. Here you go, Christians. 2,000 pancreatic cancer patients die in lockdown. Up to 2,000 patients died after the cancellation of pancreatic cancer surgery during the spring lockdown. This is in the UK. Congratulations. Next slide. There we go. Instead of death rate, let's look at a COVID survival rate. This is also from Save the Human Face, and this is from Beach Milk. Let's look at the COVID survival rate. Here's the percentage of the world population population. That have not died from COVID 19. UK 99.972%, Belgium 99.944, Spain 99. Notice the 99 is the commonality everywhere. 99.9 is the commonality. Spain 99.956, Italy 99.957, Brazil 99.935, Africa 99.997259, Australia 99.99669. USA, 99.954. China, the epicenter of the virus. Wuhan, China. There's basically a 100. Nobody's died from COVID. 99.99967. India, 99.99. There you go. And that is what was used to usher in the fraudulent election with all the absentee ballots. We're too scared to come and vote. We're too scared of that. And people fall for that? There's, there's Democrats whose businesses are gone forever that right now have a mask on with a spit shield walking around feeling righteous that are bankrupt over that? That was used to usher in the fraudulent election. The fraudulent election, both the national and the one in Georgia, then ushered in a Democratic Senate. Now, now there's a Democratic Senate, a Democratic House, and allegedly a, de- a Democratic president. And so then the tech, the, the tech tyrants come in and bring in their tyranny, all, all, all ushered in by COVID. And there are still so many Christians right now who are sitting at home, not going to church, wearing their masks and their spit shields and their gloves, sitting in COVID clumps of church on their church's third or fourth closure that's now reopened again or waiting for it to reopen believing that they are righteous after we we are celebrating today 300 days of 15 days to flatten the curve happy 300 day to everybody seriously and when will you repent will you ever change to those of you who are watching those of you that are with me those of you who are like minded I love you I pray for your strength right now strengthen them, Lord in Jesus name listen keep your head up in Psalm chapter 3, it says, How many are, O Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver me. But you are the glory and the lifter of my head. I will not be ashamed. Listen, I'm not depressed. I'm not worried. I sleep well at night. Because here's the thing, I'll be preaching about this tomorrow. Tomorrow. There's specific things that the Christians can do to take back this country. You can forget about the COVID capitulating Christians. They hope maybe they'll wake up. Most of them won't. They're gone. We need to raise up a new generation of young and old Christians. Win the loss. Win people who are 70. Win people that are seven. Win people that are 67. Win people that are 17. The COVID cavers, they're going to strap on that mark of the beast faster than you can imagine. Believe me. They will. There's some that'll change. There's some that'll come around. People do come around. They do, but it's rare. Narrows the way if you find it. And for those that just cave and you don't even look at facts, you, you refuse to be, you refuse to study to show yourself approved, good luck to you. Good luck. Strapping on a mask, social distancing, ushered in everything that you say you hate, but yet you're still, you are supporting the lie that is ushered in everything that you allegedly hate, including a bunch of demon rat baby butchers. And yet you're still strapping that lie on your face. Truly, truly amazing to me. But tomorrow, church, 3385, 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. If you're anywhere near me, Google map that or whatever, Duck Duck Go map But I hate to even use the word Google because they're Democratic Party hacks, globalists. But find us, if we're within an hour or two, don't go to the COVID capitulating church. Just make the drive. If you're anywhere in the Tampa Bay area, go to the River Church with America's pastor, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. Go there tomorrow morning. Their services start at 9.30. Ours start tomorrow, 9 a.m., and we have another second service at 11.15. Be here tomorrow. You want hellfire brimstone? You want the promises of God? You want the Bible preached? You want judgment preached? You want to you want to hear that you can lose your salvation? Cause you can. It's called the Great Apostasy. Don't worry. That's just two chapters two chapters in the Bible. Don't will never you know. I believe John Calvin over the Bible. That's a great move. See, great move. I believe Charles Stanley over the Bible. That's a great move. You want you want the Bible preached? Google out the River Church in Tampa. Google out Foundation Church here in Inglewood, and be at one of the two tomorrow morning. Drive, drive. It's time for Radical Action. I love each and every one of you. Have a great weekend. God bless you.